stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. you live from responsible distances apart this is the blue heaven podcast what's going on you crazy cats and kittens out there hey i said it right i said it hey i did it uh my name is clint you can find me as real frg on twitter and instagram that's right we're real proud of you by the way for figuring out how to say it this week i know last week is a little bit of a struggle kittens i'm real proud of you if you can hear me my name is brooke you can find me at brooke me three on twitter and instagram and on today's show we got you know we we're gonna call it encouraging news is that we're gonna call it do we feel encouraged yeah yeah i don't i don't even know i don't feel discouraged now of by the news i mean i don't know (laughs) it's apparently potentially almost baseball season so we will get into that uh the dodgers just wrapped up their uh second zoom party and we have thoughts. We T H O T. We have yes. thoughts for sure. So um, it's uh, post game post game show two, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the, you got to see the sequel. It's a real good follow up. Uh, Korean baseball <laughs> is live. Well, it's gonna be live at like Soon. one a.m. Right? One a.m. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's about to be live. So Korean no, baseball. On our time, it's gonna be ten p.m. Ten p.m. L.A. time. Yeah. Oh, I can actually watch it then. I was gonna wake up in the middle of the night to watch it. <laughs> Uh, we're also going to talk potentially about Kike's last ride. Uh, there's more than just Mookie Betts this season we're about. And, oh, so much more. But first, we've got to tell you about a few things. We've got to tell you that we are part of the Overtime Podcast Network. There's a button right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, please do rate, review, and subscribe to our show we're on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We're all the places that you can get uh, your podcasts for free. That you know We're there, so do that. And also, subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Dodgers Nation TV, we'd appreciate that. Hit that notification bell. Wait, I, there, there it is. I did that. He's over there. I, I, I hoard myself out a little bit. Uh, also, we do got to give a shout out to our friends. I think they're over above. They're above my head right now. I think they're like right, right, like right here. We have to give a shout out to our partner over at Sparts. Uh, what Sportscaster? Sparts. Sportscaster.com, where you can be the star of your own show. You can look like a pro and sound like a pro with built-in studio graphics. Access to special events. You can find a way to set it up where you look cool like us. Or, you know, are we cool? I'm getting word from the producer. The producer says we're hella cool. No, hella cool. I had to get my Star Wars thing because it's it's May 4th. Yeah, May the 4th be with you guys. And um, yeah. yeah. Go go check out sportscaster.com. That is C-S-T-R.com after our stream here. After our Thank you. stream, it is May the Fourth, guys, and I'm sure you guys are watching a lot of Star watching a lot of Star Wars. But don't do that until after this stream either. We're very important. Uh, don't forget, guys, this <laughs> is a Star live Wars. stream. We are live in action. We will answer your questions, comments, concerns below. So let us know where you're repping Dodgers Nation from. Give us a shout out, and we'll uh, try to shout you out in the comments below. I'm going to jump into those comments a yeah. little bit. We got uh, Christopher Riza. Big fan of the show says, what's up, Clint? What's up, Rook? And then he says, oh, and hey, Gary. (laughs) So, you know, Gary gets a shout out every time. Rhino asks why we aren't dressed like Star Wars uh, characters. We're just not that committed. (laughs) Just plainly be happy we're here early. I am dressed as a Star Wars character. (laughs) Uh, I have this BB-8 right here. 
You have what? Oh, oh yeah, I do have BB-8. I had yeah. like a whole one of one of the iterations of sets that we've had over time. I had a, uh, I had Darth Lasorda, but it's gone now. All right, guys. Well, uh, we appreciate all the comments. Keep the comments uh, coming in, and um, it seems like we'll just jump right into it. Seems like as the reports are coming out today, or mainly the tweets, it seems I'm going to say it seems like. It could actually, potentially, maybe be baseball season for real, question mark? Uh, things are happening. <laughs> Who was it? A former MLB-er Trevor Plouffe put out a, uh, a tweet that basically backed up what uh, our, our old pal, Mr. Pirate Bob Nightingale, saying uh, it looks like MLB sort of has July officially but unofficially circled on that calendar it may be in pen it may be in pencil uh i don't know i don't know about all that what 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 nightingale said and this is a quote everybody i've talked to are so optimistic uh so i'm gonna go with july 4th weekend everybody keeps targeting that weekend and you could at least count 100 games in we keep focusing on that 100 games in it meshes with uh you know the july we've heard now for the last uh, you know, I think we heard that initially like a month ago. It was probably going to be July. But wait, there's more. Like I said, Trevor Plouffe. Uh, I don't know how he became like a podcast host at John Boy. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I guess he just plainly did not spend that draft money well. He he seemed to sort of confirm that sentiment with his, uh, we're going to go with hashtag or air quote and hashtag uh, sources. Uh, his was, I just heard from multiple sources that on June 10th, Spring Training 2.0 will start. July 1st will be opening day, and all teams will be playing at their own ballparks. One, you can't have every team playing at their home ballpark. It's not possible unless they're not playing against a, an opponent. So, uh, way to go, Trevor. Well, making to, athletes. To, to be smart. fair. To be fair, Nightingale in his own separate article also said if teams don't aren't playing in the city with a second team, then their spring training games will be inter-squad games, which, I, I mean, that's what the KBO was doing up until they played. They were playing inter-squad games. They weren't playing yeah. other teams during their spring training. So it's possible. Mm-hmm. It's possible that the Dodgers will be playing other Dodgers during spring training. And then, obviously, you know, you can't do that during the season. Yeah, if they're doing yeah, <laughs> there you go. If they're doing the uh, the spring training thing at home, which it, it really does seem like they're going to do, and given the fact that what the Dodgers roster was still at like fifty by the time uh, spring training ended, so they, they these players still need to get ready. Even the minor leaguers for whatever the minor league season may look like, these kids still need to get ready for some form of baseball. So it does make sense to at least have an intra squad game. Uh, I, I had wrote in one of our articles about like the potential of having it like uh, you know a little league field being rented out or checked out or a softball game, slow pitch softball game. All right, you guys have the eight o'clock game and these people have the <laughs> nine o'clock game, something like that because you do have to spread it out. Right. But immediately, immediately. Players were uh, were kind of jumping on Ploof, saying I think it was Travis Shaw was one of them, saying I, you know, I, I don't know where you're getting this info. I haven't heard of it, and you know he's an active Major League Baseball player. Right. Gavin Lux did back up what what Travis Shaw was saying on that. So uh, another one, uh, Hank Shulman, who writes for the uh, what the the Chronicle, I think, and uh, he's a Giants baseball like beat writer or whatever. He, uh, he, what did he say? He said, um, let me just read it here. It says, this is fantastic. It's also untrue. MLB folks have no idea where Ploof got these ideas from or these dates, but it wasn't from them. 
So all of that, long-winded way around, where do we stand on this? Go, Brooke. Uh, so I, I was, uh, I, strangely enough, I've, I've never been on the Shulman side of anything in my entire life. Cause I think he's the worst person on earth. Like he's, he's there Splashkey, And so, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I really don't like him at all. But initially when I read this, I was like, ah, I, I just don't see Trevor Plouffe of all people having inside track on information that nobody else knows right now. So I was like, yeah. all right, that, that, that's probably not true. Then I looked at it and I was like, you know what? It's probably a shot in the dark. It's probably just going off. Of, yeah, we run into these things all the time, Clint. Clint, can you can you can confirm this that they, every once in a while there's a guy who just throws thirty things at the wall, waiting for one to land so he can become yeah. credible. And sometimes it happens. Sometimes people yeah. will throw hundreds and hundreds of things at a wall, and all of a sudden they land one major trade or one major signing that no one else <laughs> had, and they're like, "Oh, I guess this guy's legitimate." Suddenly gets. 20 30 50,000 followers it happens sometimes yeah ploof is not I, I would... not that guy he's not an inside track guy it doesn't make sense no. but i mean if you're looking at all the information that's come out so far those dates still make sense there's they're, they're certainly not out of the question so it, it it made me hopeful for a second like hey you know it's still realistic at least at least there's that it, even if it's not 100 percent like hey it's starting june 10th and baseball's getting going by july i would really like baseball to be back by the fourth of july it just it just makes a make makes sense to me. I just need it. Yeah, yeah. If and like we've we've kind of uh, talked about a little bit off and on here over the last couple of weeks. We talked about with Jay Hare. Uh, I mentioned it. You know, last week. If I don't even know if I kept that part in because the internet might have gone bad for Haley Joel Osment, but. <laughs> Ba- baseball and America just go together, and what better way to show like people can come together, you know, than this this symbolic showing of hey, we can come back from this. Look at how normal we are. We're playing baseball again, but you know, nobody's in the seats and all that kind of stuff. But don't yeah. worry about that baseball. In a roaring stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. I, I look. I don't care, man. I, so, uh, if you guys have been watching the Last Dance, they they showed a um, whatever whatever they're calling it, the greatest scrimmage that no one ever saw, or whatever they call it, <laughs> when it was both sides of the dream team that were scrimmaging, and. Uh, it was really strange to hear basketball, a professional basketball game played without people. Like you, you can hear the noise, you can hear all the players yelling at each other, and it sounds strange. It's just really weird. I'm looking forward to watching the KBO and seeing how how it sounds without anybody there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be a lot of it's going to be judged off of that, and a lot of it's going to be based off of how I look forward to the MLB season is based off of how it goes in KBO. So if it's weird, it's weird. I don't care. It's baseball. I don't. I don't care if it's uncomfortable. I don't care if it's awkward. I just want baseball back. Do you remember that game where the uh, the Orioles played without Orioles, fans? White uh, as Orioles, White Sox. Yeah. I think. Yeah. After uh, everything with the hell in Baltimore, you, you remember that, Gary? Did you happen to see that game or see the notes about that? It only happened no. like five years ago or something. I think there was wasn't that riots. Long ago, yeah. yeah, it wasn't that long ago. And they knew it was one game. So they made yeah. it, you know, it was more fun. It was more of it was, showing. It was it. hilarious when the uh the announcer called it like a golf like a golf hack. He was like, and the fly ball to center field yeah, off yeah, the base yeah. of the wall. Adam Jones takes second. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, they had fun with it. It was fun. 
Yeah, you can make it fun, I but get, how? Yeah, how long can you make it? Right. Fun? Go ahead, Gary. I mean, I get, I get why they want to play it with no fans. Honestly, I wouldn't mind watching a few games. I mean, watching the games with no fans because I want to hear the interaction. I want to hear. I, I want to hear the like. You know how uh, Clayton Kershaw was making fun of Andre Ethier today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, saying how like, oh man, if uh, if Dre was back. And there were no fans in the in the stands. Like the things that he would say and the things that everybody would hear. That's the kind of stuff that I like. Yeah, you know, it's like when you go to the park and watch your friends play. You joke around those all those inside jokes mm-hmm. or just like those quick quit remarks. That's just fun, you know. And I think, you know, if Joe's announcing the game or, or whatever, I hope he lets it. You know, he he stays quite a little bit and lets us listen to the sounds of the game a little. Gary, bit. you you uh you've sat a couple times pretty close to dugouts and right behind home plate, so you get a little bit of a inside track on what players are saying around the around the around the game. I guess we sit in the left field pavilion, so we don't get to hear crap except other people <laughs> yelling. So, I mean, it, it is a fun experience to kind yeah. of feel like you're in the game like it that is. to get to hear the yeah. players like chirping at each other. It's, you're like, oh yeah, I forget they actually talk to each other during the game because when you're on, when you're just at yeah. the field, you don't hear anything. No, yeah. yeah, you know, and I think those are the yeah. You're right. I have I've been fortunate enough to be invited to go watch some of those games up close and listening to the players play is just it is a different experience. And hopefully, you know, people like who never get to to sit that close to hear them yeah. talk. Maybe this is their opportunity to do that. And then later on, uh, then we can bring the fans back. And yeah, you do feel the the energy in a crowd. You can't replace that. I think so. it would be something like they would have to have it where the dugouts are mic'd up. They they need to get a little bit more. You, there's no doubt that these players could psych each other up. There's 25 men, 26, how, whatever. There's going to probably be 30 people on, on the active rosters each day. There's right. going to be some of the, the on-field staff. There's going to be coaches. There's going to be enough players there or, or people there you know for both sides to make it at least uh, enjoyable enough for for these players you got to figure these kids have been playing all of their lives up until MLB been playing all of their lives in front of at most 4,000 5,000 maybe 8,000 on a good bobblehead night in the minor leagues or something like that they're used to just playing baseball we all grew up just playing baseball with ourselves out in the front yard or at a park or something like that. I think these dudes can do that for, you know, a lot of money for one. And we'll go back to it. A lot of money for one, but also, like, for the greater good of humanity, if you want to, you know, over, over, kind of overstep the, the, uh, what baseball means to people, it won't be as bad as we think. The worst part of it is, you know, the owners aren't going to want it because they're missing out, missing out on all those Mitchy sales and all that kind of stuff. But it's just—it's better. The it's ball better than nothing. Right now. I mean, what's the alternative? The alternative is no baseball. And so at this yeah. point, I'm like, I'll take anything. I'll take change divisions. I'll take a weird playoff format. I'll take higher roster counts. I'll take no. I'll take a universal DH at this point. And you guys know how much I'm against the universal DH. I hate the designated hitter. I think it lessens the game. I think it cheapens yes. the game. I hate it. But if, yeah. if that's what we have to do, I got no problem with it. Clint, do you do you have? You know what? I, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, Clint, do you have like if if you're taking the fan aspect out of the game, if 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 that aspect's gone, you're obviously missing some sort of entertainment value. What what can you do to add entertainment value to a game without fans? Because I know biking up players seems to be a, a pretty hot topic, and people are like, we yeah. should do more of that. Like regardless of no fans, we should be doing more of that. And I I would tend to agree. I love that. 
Yeah, they were doing that in spring training. You yep. had like Freddie Freeman calling calling his uh, his shot, running around the bases when he knew it was going to be like a, a wind double or something like that. Uh, you know, Chris Bryant calling it like it just it brings an added value i mean i probably wouldn't mic up the batters like you would mic up the bench a little bit more maybe non-essential coaches right <laughs> you know you probably don't want to get the uh in the ear of dave roberts while he's making his brilliant decisions or what have you but you can find the way to up the engagement value i mean the the, the value is already going to be there and, and like you were saying with kbo we're going to learn a lot a lot about that like what? How dedicated really are we to to baseball? And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of us all online uh, watching. Who who's playing tonight? I forget. Let, let me look. I, I wrote it down. Uh, no, I didn't. I wrote it down. The, two teams are playing tonight in KBO. <laughs> and back to you in the uh, studio. All I know is, is that my my Doosan Bears don't play till Wednesday. <laughs> I'm torn right now because the. Uh, the uh, the heroes are trying to pull Dodgers Nation uh, to their side, and yeah. the heroes employed Jerry Sands was a hero last year, and he led all of uh, the KBO and RBIs. So he went oh. and took that talents and got paid. Now he's playing in in the Japan League, but uh, they're not playing. So. I, I was mistaken. My Doosan Bears do play tonight. They play the oh. they play the LG Twins at ten o'clock. So you can catch me watching my Doosan Bears. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how you guys picked out your teams, your KBO teams, but um, I I chose mine based off of the fact that Doosan did not sound like a large corporation. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know anything about them, and all I, I know the is that they play ones. in Seoul. Yeah, I think they're the only ones who aren't like... Uh, like the LG Twins yeah. or the Kia whatever, <laughs> Samsung so, Lions. Alantes or something like that, whatever the hell. The Nissan Versas. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's oh everybody loves the Dinos, NC Dinos. Dinos. That's been a big team so far. Samsung is is also going tonight, so we'll get more into the KBO in a little bit. But there's ways to make the game entertaining, even if it's cardboard cutouts in the stadiums or, or in the stands or something like that. There's still baseball and there's still the entertainment value of of the the players. Yeah, um, BSing with one another. That's like we we saw in the. Uh, in the Zoom call, like like Gary was alluding to, but <laughs> digging into a couple of the the comments here a little while back. Sorry, guys, we'll we'll get into your comments. We 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 went off. That's what we do. We have tangents. This is uh, uh <laughs> this is Korean baseball nation. Uh. <laughs> um, um, thank you. There you go. Valerie on Facebook said, "I'm okay without fans to start. I just need sports back." So that's the correct sentiment to have there for sure. I don't know what the context was, but I agree. Rhino on YouTube said, Brooke probably hates more people than anyone ever. It can't be healthy. It's Brooke, true. Uh, confirm. You're not very healthy. Right? Uh, not healthy. I do hate a mm-hmm. lot of people. Um, yeah, I'm not very, uh, what do you call that? Friendly. <laughs> what is that He's word? Not your friendly neighborhood, Brooke. <laughs> I am not. Yeah. If you see me at a game, do not talk to me. <laughs> yeah. That, that's fair. Uh, Chris wants to know what Gary's drinking. What are you drinking, Gary? Uh, just water. I've had a long day, and I forgot to get a drink before the show. I'm sorry. It's My mom good. came by. This guy being all healthy. Yeah. No, no. He's uh, he's probably going to pass out. He told me what he like woofed down before we went live here. So, uh, yeah. prayers up. <laughs> We're losing Inhale. Gary tonight. Yeah. Uh, My shrimp allergy is gone. I can I can probably eat shrimp again. So oh. I'm very happy. I like that. that you tested it now. No better time. Oh, I didn't care. There's a there's a I have a 
medicine cabinet full of Benadryl now. If I did, if I did, because I do swell up, my ears swell up, I, <clears throat> my throat swells up, everything. And like, I have the Benadryl. <clears throat> So Lisa said, I originally hated the idea with baseball without fans. Now I'd love to just watch any Dodger games. And I think that's how a lot of people have taken this, uh, you know, as we reach into month two or, or whatever, step into full month two of no baseball, no sports, no allowed, of the house, uh, allowed out of the house sort of thing. Uh, oh, just anything. I, I do have an idea. Oh. I do have an idea to make it more engaging. If everybody watches baseball in their backyard, and then when the when there's a home run, everybody in their backyard cheers, it'll be like the stadium. Just saying. Here you go. Hey, if I'm that's the only game in town. I would encourage everybody to watch outside, and when you cheer, you're gonna hear your neighbors cheer, and that'll be very fun. Two things. Okay. I'm I'm right on the borderline of Pico Rivera, and it's really close to Fourth of July, so I can tell you a lot of homies around here already got the fireworks going. So we're good. If we're all on the same channel, we got this. And and thankfully, you know, Sports in LA is now available to more uh, networks and all that kind of stuff. Uh, let's let's get into a couple more. Katie's 100% down for no fans, specifically to hear the hit mics when all the teams fight the Astros. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. There, that's a that's one thing I hadn't considered is that they're going to have to pre- prepare for. I mean, all the games are going to have to be on a pretty decent delay because yeah. they're going to need to filter out some words because it's going to be a lot easier to hear these guys. And, I mean, Clint, you've been known to throw out a few words during a softball game. That means nothing. I don't know what you're talking so, about. So imagine these guys playing for something and playing against the Astros. There's going to be some words for sure. Uh, one, two, three, four, fifth. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Fifth. Uh, um, we got a Rhino Moore saying the Android <laughs> Pixels. That's a... <laughs> It's a really good creative <laughs> baseball team. Solid. Uh, a couple points for that. Oh, a lot of I guess Doosan Doosan is a is a brand. Yeah, yeah. I was I wasn't gonna be the one to tell you. Dang but, you it. Know, That's all right. Doosan still sounds cool. Uh, it seems like a lot of people are really on the uh on the KBO right now. People want to talk about the KBO. So let's get into it, guys. Let's move down to KBO. Korean baseball is in my opinion, 100% coming to our rescue. Am I wrong in that probably overstated or overblown assessment? Is that where you guys kind of somewhat feel? Gary? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they've been ahead of us in everything in terms of, like, containing this this thing and learning how to live with it. They had a taste of SARS, like, 15, 15 years ago, so they understand what to do there. I mean, living this... It's, it's showing us what we might have to go through in the early parts of our recovery. And um, it's entertainment. You know, and you know they're going to be super fun. You've seen Asian baseball fans go nuts over the game. So, um, you know, you know their players know how to play. We've had our own Korean players on our, on our squad, and we know how good they're going to be. So it's going to be good quality, good quality baseball. I'm looking forward to just watching it and just hearing Korean cursing online and just <laughs> – you know, seeing how it goes, you know, it just be like a night in K town. They, yeah. they also have the best bat flips in all of baseball. Yes. In my opinion, I don't think anybody does it better. I, I, if you looked at, uh, Ryu, like in his bat flips, like, cause he would bat flip on a ground out. Like that's just, that's just what he did. Yeah. But <laughs> if you look at his bat flips, you're just like, 
at first I was like, oh, he just does that on accident. He doesn't even know what he's doing. And then when I started seeing these KBO highlights, I was like, oh, they bat flip the crap out of it. That's where that's yeah. where that comes from. So if you guys like bat flips, which I personally <laughs> I love bat flips, love that crap. Let the kids play I'm all about it. Yeah. I'm excited, not, not, and it's and it's not let the kids play up to a certain point. No, like actually, no, no, let, no. Let's, you let the freaking let's have kids some play. Fun. Let them have so, fun. So you really hope, yeah, that that because uh, I mean, there's there's going to be a lot of eyes on the KBO tonight and and six days a week now oh, because yeah. uh, ESPN and the Korean baseball organization, I think it's organization, right? Um, yes. Line, <laughs> they came to an agreement where now ESPN is going to be the exclusive home of KBO, so there will be baseball on your television sets uh, six nights a week. The bad part is there's a big time time difference. If you're living in L.A., <laughs> you're probably going to get baseball at about 10 p.m., which uh, just honestly makes me feel more for all the people that we know, like on the East Coast watching Dodger games. Like, Oh, like, yeah. How do uh, yeah. people start watching a game at ten? We 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 also have some uh, Australian Plus fans up. that watch our show, and so <laughs> mad respect to you guys for the time difference. Because first of all, don't even know what the time difference is. Could be the middle of the day, so it's not a problem. But it's tomorrow, right now. <gasps> Whoa, the world of tomorrow. <laughs> it's today. the future tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, a Cody so- thought. <laughs> <laughs> Ask them for bets. <laughs> uh, let's see. So we got yeah, we got people already picking teams here. Let let's. I I feel like I really got to point out that my biggest. I've probably already said my biggest takeaway a number of times tonight. I'm not paying enough attention to what I'm saying, but the most important thing to me is that we do get baseball on Taco Tuesday, and it's not just any Taco Tuesday. Yes, it is Cinco de Mayo Taco Tuesday. So hell yeah, I don't have like a. I don't. I don't have a, a Volver Volver button. But, it, it, uh, isn't know. isn't it just like truly fitting that the one time Taco Tuesday falls on Cinco de Mayo, we can't go outside? Doesn't isn't that just fitting? It is sad. <sighs> I'm sad. Rest in peace, Taco Tuesday. Big sad. Rest in peace, California <laughs> so I will tacos. Have tacos tomorrow. I'm gonna find somebody to get tacos. Actually, I have carne asada in the fridge. I'm I'm, I have uh, I have Instacart bringing me asada and uh, and some po- eat pollo tomorrow. So. I'm I'm oh, stopping nice. at the taco Guts. truck at some point tomorrow. So, wait, is it open? They are open very random times. Uh, so maybe really? I'm assuming they're 100 percent gonna be open tomorrow. It. You broke Gary. You broke Gary. Yeah, Gary. They they've been Dude, like randomly Gary's opening right now. Like I drove by the other night and they I... were open, but then I drove by the next night oh. and they weren't open. So. I, I don't know what that's about. Maybe they're posting it on Instagram or something, and I just don't know. Also, for all Maybe. you people who don't know what this taco truck is, your life sucks. I'm sorry. It's Los California Tacos hey, on the corner don't of give California it away. and Fair Oaks. Don't give it away. Good luck. One of the best tacos Long I have lines. ever had in my entire life. In a roaring stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Gary bullies me into eating a lot of tacos. Somebody please ten, help. Ten tacos at a time. By driving me there so we can have a lot of tacos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, KBO, KBO. Hamilton's in the stream. What's going on, Hamilton? Unless he's not around anymore because his stuff came in a little while ago. But he's talking about Doosan. So he's a Doosan guy. He's going Doosan. for the Bears. And he, he already has a, uh, a 
I guess, sort of a chant for them. He says, you know, in the tune of uh, uh, Du Hast, he says, Du, Du San. That's du good. San. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, give, uh, I like that. Give, give Hamilton. Give Hamilton the clap there. Uh, Good thing you get to hear that. Roach, Roach is is uh, going for the Kia Tigers. There's actually an IE boy playing on the K, uh, the the Kia Tigers. Uh, Aaron Brooks. So we got we're good. we can, not only can we root for an IE boy, we can root for a Brook. Oh, two for one if special. For the, yeah, two for <laughs> one. Uh, O'Brien says bet on KBO. O'Brien one eighty four. Oh, I mean, it's good. <laughs> bro, of course, of course, you're going to be betting on that. That's the whole. Uh, that's the whole point of this. <laughs> uh, let's see, what else you got? Oh yeah, he also points out Aaron number nine. Oh, in the nine oh nine, yes, Aaron Brooks. Michael, Michael Velarde says you haven't had my tacos, Brooks. So apparently, I need to try more tacos in the world because there's a lot of good that tacos out there. Been something we want to do. We got to do a taco tour. I'm down for a taco, no, tour. A taco tour. Even if it's by myself, yeah. I'll do a taco tour. <laughs> That was uh, one of the things is over here. Uh, I'm right off uh, Whittier Boulevard. So there was a whole or there are a whole bunch of taco trucks yep. that just line the street. So I was going to make it where it was a uh, I know I'm not giving away my street like Cody Bellinger did in the Zoom call today. <laughs> we'll get to the Zoom call in a little bit because we have a few cele- uh, celebrity friends of the show that were in the Zoom call. But I, I wanted to do it where like every week, like I tried each each truck's asada and and just just all of their meat trying it and and then you get to the first one and you're like oh um okay i'll just take everything <laughs> and then you can't do it anymore so it's hard it's sad i did that in new york i ate one hot dog per block for nine blocks <laughs> see you i can see. see you i yeah, can see I'm doing that to. yeah it is a, the kind of tour we should do it together then i'll i'll discipline you and say two tacos here two tacos there two tacos there and then we'll just compare uh, so rhino yeah you rhino got that. asked what channel the kbo will be on it's gonna be on espn and go. also on the espn app so make sure you check that out but people do give us the pulse like and for the most part it seems like the comments are pretty positive uh, about about kbo but we know there are going to be those people and, and cespedes family barbecue a great follow on twitter they they had a tweet about that it was you know there's going to be a different brand of baseball coming to you tonight. So don't be the person like, oh, this isn't as good as MLB. Because nobody ever said they're going to be as good or better or even on par, close to on par with, with Major League Baseball. We we do it the best. Temp- <laughs> That's what temp- we're here for. Temper your expectations. Ta- just enjoy it for what it is. It's it's mm-hmm. not going to be Major League Baseball. It's not going to be any players you recognize. It's, it's nope. different. But it's sports, and we need sports, and we haven't had sports for a while. I mean, what? I don't know what else is even out there right now besides. Uh, Beggars cannot be. Choosers. I don't even know what sports are actually going right now. I think I think UFC is still trying to get going, but gels marble racing. Oh, which you can oh, which you can bet on. <laughs> you can bet on. Shout out Cooper Searles. Where you at, buddy? Make yeah, sure I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have the... to get in on your marble betting because uh, I'm bored. Yeah, it's a good time. It's just a bunch of dudes. His cornhole skills are uh, on point. Well, dude, he's a His white cornhole. boy from Texas. What do you expect? That's oh, cheating. Dude, yeah. It's like yeah. playing with a cheat code. They, on. they come out of the womb throwing cornhole. <laughs> Roach says NASCAR is, is coming back. Dan asked the KBO games live. I racing, not real NASCAR. It, well, yeah, when in Rome. Uh, are the games real uh, or replay? Are they in real life? No, they, these are going to be actually live. Bro- I mean, I'm sure there's uh, a slight delay to it, but they're going to be live uh, broadcast games going on. KBO games. Watch the action. Pick your teams. 
Um, but back to, to Cespedes Family Barbecue real quick. It says, of course, it's not going to be the same. That's not the point. Just enjoy live, meaningful baseball games and learn. Just because you don't know much about it doesn't mean you won't enjoy it. You know, think about when you first started being a Dodger fan. Did you know any of these players or, or any anything about the game or the team or anything? You know, nope. Open, have an open perspective. Yeah, yeah. Don't be ignorant. Yeah, yeah don't be ignorant. I, I remember. I remember the first game title I, of the episode. I remember the first Dodger game I ever watched. I actually, I was like, wow, they have a really old announcer. And I mean, obviously, I was a kid, but I remember being <laughs> like, this guy's hella old. And then obviously that changed. So you never know. You might become a huge Korean baseball fan. You might find one player that you're like that guy's freaking awesome and then you just mm-hmm. follow him for his whole career until he doesn't play anymore and you're like wow korean baseball wow. Fan. there you go and that's going to be next year we're going to have a big fat party in k-town watching kbo like championship games we that's we gonna we owe a debt of gratitude to the kbo i mean let's be real about this for sure. we for sure owe them something for coming back and giving us something even oh, if yeah. we watch it and we're like we don't really love this i don't care <laughs> like they came back they're our sport it's not going to be forever. Like it's not going to be a forever thing. And uh, eventually our Dodgers will be back and then we'll stop paying attention to KBO, but don't forget them because just remember during a time of need, look for the helpers and the KBO. They're the helpers. And and everyone, I'm not Korean, so I'm not supporting this because I'm Korean or whatever, but just letting you know, because I've been accused of being a Korean. Accused of being a Korean. Um, (laughs) What are you, a Korean? No, 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 no. I love Korea, but I ain't Korean. Me neither. Oh, I thought you I thought you were getting to a point. You're just clarifying that you are in fact not a Korean. He just wanted to separate himself. That's it. That's, he just wanted to so, make it clear. Just make sure. So uh wait, Brooke, you said you have your team. You're going are you wait or did you now change your allegiance knowing Nah, that? nah, I'm i I'm gonna I'm gonna stick Doosan. I think it's just a cool name. You know in uh, in Jacksonville, they're like uh, the Jaguars, they're a football team that plays football apparently. And um, they Never they live in Duval County, and uh-huh. they, their thing down there is like they all yell Duval. Wow, it's really redneck, strange, and foreign to me. But um, I don't know. Dusan sounds cooler, and I feel like the crowd, if there was a crowd, would be super hyped watching the oh, Dusan yeah. Bears. Oh, yeah. we the, could Americanize it. The, like, the Dusan. Yeah, we could be the Dusan yeah. Bears. You know. Oh. So we could be the Bears. We could be uh, Bob, and, uh, uh, and Ditka watching Bill the Doosan Bear fans. Yeah, ah, Bears. All right, I'm in. You know what? You just, Doosan. you just. Sorry, sorry, Kiwoom heroes. Like I'm, I'm all for all the KBO teams. Sorry, Roach. I'm, I'm pulling my allegiance now, and I'm going full blown the Bears. The Doosan Bears. Da Bears. Thank you. Let's, I'm all in I'm for in. the Bears. I'm all in. Let's do it. Can't Let's name one player, but all in. <laughs> uh, Dan Burdu asks how many former American pro ball players are in that KBO. So that's one of the things. It is tough to find up-to-date rosters um, <laughs> Rosters right now. And Dan, was it Dan Kuritz or something like that? He's somebody who's been running a, a, a site called MyKBO.net for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if you've anybody here has become aware but all of a sudden kbo has really spiked in popularity over the last day or so <laughs> so when you have a popularity spike you get a lot of traffic going to a website and if you don't have good servers you can't handle it so one dan call us we can help you out two he i think he had active rosters or up-to-date rosters on that site but i couldn't get on there because the site was down but that is a spot to check it out my kbo.net uh, he's he's a dude who's been he's been like the American 
KBO dude for years, I think. The the, so. the Doosan Bears have a guy named OJ Ill, and I feel like I'm going to be a really big fan of him. Just so can we go just get based jerseys? off that name? Can we get? I think we need jerseys. It says Ill. O like his first first part O O H, and then J Ill J A E dash I L. So he's he's the one. Travis says, I think Dan Straley is one. Yeah, Dan Straley did go to the KBO. Oh, boy, Uh, that's a throwback. (laughs) (laughs) Rhett Roach says Jerry Sands, but like I said a few minutes ago, Jerry Sands did actually go to Japan. He he signed this past offseason after leading the KBO and RBI. Uh, Tim Rogers has an idea for a new website, Bears Nation. What do you think, Gary? Taken already. Damn it. By some guy in Arizona. Already searched. Bear heaven. (laughs) Katie says Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Man, this Bears thing is really just pulling together. There are See, a lot of people like the Doosan Bears, man. I'm I'm willing to be a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, our boy uh, OJ. What was his name again? OG OJ Hill. OJ Hill. Yeah, he had a. Uh, now nah, I'm just going Minnesota now. I got to work on. Damn it! Now I got to work on my Chicago. Yeah, yeah, you're you're moving towards the wrong side of the country. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. They all look uh, the same. It's the Doosan Bears, dude. <laughs> hey represent all right roach says don't believe anything i say i'm from san bernardino and that is the greatest lesson you're going to learn here today boys and girls that's true good point never trust never trust anybody from san bernardino that's true i've learned that the hard way all right boys zoom review zoom review zoom review to electric boogaloo all right immediately uh we all were there we all watched it Brooke, do you want like the immediate reaction takeaways, even though it's now 40 some oh, oh, yeah. minutes later? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, first of all, if you guys were in that Zoom call, just please drop your thoughts, your opinions, your best moments of that chat for me. And maybe just your overarching, this is what I thought of Dodger Zoom call 2.0. Just do mm-hmm. that. But with that in mind, I'm going to let you know my favorite moments from that call because there weren't <laughs> many, but I had a few. And I think. I'm going to say my number one was Cody Bellinger accidentally giving out his address when he's telling a story. Uh, he gave out the street he lived on, which is just very, very on brand for Cody. And yeah. then my second favorite part was a few seconds later when they played a video asking Cody Bellinger a question. And then he said <laughs> he stared at the camera for five seconds and said, uh, do I answer? <laughs> yeah, Cody, we need you to answer, bud. <laughs> That guy's a millionaire. Uh, I mean, I mean, I we talked about it a little bit, Clint. The quality was, uh, it was lacking in entertainment value, was it not? The, you can see the attempt at making it better than the last one. I think the first one, nobody knew what to expect going in, and that gave it some of the thrill. Yeah, and, and player or people like George Lopez, for example, or the wild cards of of uh, Joe Kelly and his uh, Lacrocs. That was Solid. what made it entertaining. That's what made people want to come back. I mean, besides the fact that it's a Monday night and you know we're all desperate for things to do um, to entertain the kids or what have you. I don't know. I would never worry about that sort of thing. But still, that's what made that quality. And you could see where they tried to tighten up the ship this time through. Oh, yeah. And it, it took away from, from the entertainment value for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it... it... They just need something to do. I personally think they should get a bunch of the players and play uh, Smash Brothers and just watch them talk trash to each other and just interact and just have fun. And then 
I think that just put together a better show. Right now, they're just talking about the same things they're being asked about every day by yeah. everybody. And I think they're, they're getting tired of answering the same questions. You can see it in Ross. Ross Stripling said that this was his fifth uh, video conference of the day. <laughs> you know, and you can see he was just like, you know, tuned out. Yeah. But um, Clayton, you know, Clayton's being a pro. JT's a pro. Cody, I need more Cody. Cody is freaking hilarious. I would, that guy needs to be more on on camera more, and with with Kiki and just talking trash, like not talking to the audience, but talking with each other. He's just a riot. Get you know? Cody, get Kike, get Andre Ethier. Boom, there's a show. That's all you need. Oh yeah, that would have been. Sure. They're all in Arizona. Yeah, it's for real. Yeah. They live right next to each other. They're staying staying right next to each other oh, right now. So I I, th- I think. <laughs> I, I had brought this up, but I was like, if you just put Cody Bellinger and George Lopez on a phone call, like a Zoom, and broadcasted it, I'd watch the hell out of that. I'd watch that for three hours yeah. straight without any hesitation at all. I wouldn't miss a moment. I wouldn't use the restroom. I would want to miss one second of that. Uh, I, I mean, by far, it's it, it's got to be a weird recipe. Number one, trying to put the right people on this call at the same time. Number two, actually getting people who actually want to come on the call. I mean, yeah. would you want to? I mean, I if I were... Let's say I'm like, I don't know, Mario Lopez level of famous. I don't think I'd want to come on a Dodgers Zoom call on a random night in the middle of quarantine when I have all my kids. So it's got to be tough getting people on. Uh, Rebecca over on Twitter says that Cody needs to stop biting his nails. He looks so bored. And then Kenley, she also brings up that Kenley dropped out really fast uh, because his internet wasn't yeah. working, which is another yeah, entertaining did. part. He's got, as soon as he was like, my internet's not working, he was gone the rest of the call. Did not come back. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I think it he was. He needs to take a picture of that background and just send it to everybody. The shoe, the shoes. Oh, oh the Foot Locker. Yeah, yeah his yeah. Foot Locker. Dude, Kenley's Foot gym? Locker. Yeah. Uh, Katie, like Katie says right Belly and Ethier could just stare into the camera for an hour to be. <laughs> the quarantine would just get that much better. I uh, I can't help but agree with that. I'm down for that. Like, well, Kike calling his beard Amish was was hilarious. <laughs> That's good too. But yeah. Dre Day, Dre Day, in in full uniform, pants and all. That was legendary, and I guess uh, he mm-hmm. said Dave S.A. put him up to it, so that's, uh, that's great. Thank you, Dave S.A., for doing something uh, useful to useful. the community. <laughs> Not to say he hasn't before, but you know that was a good, was a good service for him right now, or for everybody. Uh, I saw one. Uh, I, I'll agree with uh, Humberto here. He says, uh, I was surprised that Adrian Gonzalez was there. He seemed uncomfortable somehow. He's he's he was so he's he's different from Ethier in the sense of like Ethier has no problem being that guy that's been off of the team for a long time but still hangs around even though he doesn't have like a position with the team. Gonzo's not like that where he's not on the team and he's not technically retired and so it's a it's a little different because Gonzo's still not technically retired. Yeah, he he was as early as last or as recently as last year looking for a job still. I mean, he was looking for a job this year. Yeah, and it's just no yeah. one was, you know, he had to take on some other ventures with apps People. and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I was going to say, what the hell was I going to say? It had something to do with that. It was great. It was a super story. It was tremendous. Oh, uh, I, I can understand, though, Gonzo. Gonzo being a little bit more uncomfortable, too, because, like, the boy that took his job was also on the call. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's true. <laughs> your man's new girl was there at the party, so you're oh, going to probably yeah. just be a little uncomfortable. But... Yeah, he was more comfortable than Steve Garvey. Garvey was locked in. I don't know what you're talking about. Like he wasn't great for the entertainment value, but the Garv was locked in. No, he was paying attention. I could, I could see that. <laughs> what and I, he took full advantage of his t- t- uh, talking 
opportunity. What I love is Alana wearing her displeasure with things happening on the stream, like wearing it on her sleeve, like her just where you know face oh, I and have hand. That Should I put it in? <laughs> <laughs> Phrasing. I'll send it to you guys later. Okay. Yeah, I mean, every you could watch that and within you know two minutes get a great screen grab of Alana just being over it. But uh, yeah. I'll, I will. I mean, there's a reason she's a pro. She's she a pro. Is, you know that when we go out there and we cover stuff, we see her work. Oh right? yeah, she she needs to know exactly what's going on. So I think this kind of environment doesn't work for her because she doesn't know what people no. are gonna say. So right. she's just you know you know people. Some people have. OCD or control issues and like you know I, you know I'm one of those people if things aren't working out I freak out too you know so <laughs> well, we uh, all do yeah we all do yeah so but uh, it's understandable yeah uh, echoing what you're saying Gary like about the same type of questions they're getting asked on on every show I understand the need and the merit to ask how are you doing how are you holding up I mean we even ask that but then we get right over it anytime we're talking to anybody uh, right you know, on, on any of our uh, other conversations. We're not doing it on here, but I, you guys know I love Joe. I love Alana. They're great. There's nobody better I would want doing anything with this team or for this team. But, uh, you know, they're, they're so, like, not cookie cutter, but they're so, like, generic in their lines of questionings, uh, lines of questions. Like, Oral would go a uh, 100 times better at hosting that sort of thing. Just because he's kind of a loose cannon himself as where the other two are like you're saying regimented they're by the book they're ocd i'm gonna read the script and this is what we're gonna say right now so let oral host 2020 let them play a game forget the hosting stuff they don't want to talk get them on house let party them be or competitive something. <laughs> i yeah, let them, i think let i think they need something. to get out the uh the the i mean me clint me and clint have gone through our share of interviews over this the course of this quarantine and we've kind of both been like we just need to not do typical quarantine questions because we're both so tired of hearing those answers i'm good i've been trying to stay busy i've been trying to keep in shape we don't know when baseball is coming i've been throwing out a wall i'm taking hacks in a cage when i get the chance i'm trying to stay it's all the same crap over and over again nothing's changing you remembered every answer yeah it's literally (laughs) it's literally i mean i i can't tell you how many times we've heard that this offseason yeah based on the number of interviews I've, we've both done and watched it's the same questions over and over again so when joe hopped in and was asking those questions i it, you can you can hear it like take the air out of a conversation where you're like of course we're asking this yeah, and of I'm, course that you know what they're gonna say they're not gonna be like i'm yeah. dying and that's what's happening i'm dying <laughs> my toe hurts yeah. back to you in the studio yeah so uh, they, they need just, to change i mean up. they just had cody on you know joe and oral just had cody on their podcast and it opened with the same basic thing of how are you doing what are you doing and you know i i i don't know where do you guys stand on the the need to focus on the the facial hair is that i mean we we've been doing it with you and your fine mustache we're not celebrities and we don't play baseball (laughs) it's not our lead-in question to you it's like what's going on with that mustache um like asking kike that uh, I, I grew I think it I because think we're in quarantine. I think it's the fact that they just kept pushing him on it. Like yeah. it's like he's been pushed all week on it. Like I think Clint, me, and you kind of caught on to this where they're like putting Dodgers players in a rotation week to week, where it's like you'll see you'll see Kike in the news cycle for four straight days, like doing yeah. stuff, and then you'll yeah. see Cody in the news cycle for four straight, and then Ross for four. And they just keep doing that, like recycling well, Ross players. Ross does it to himself. Ross does do it to himself. He's a little different, but I mean. <laughs> All we all last week, 
we talked about Kike's mustache. Every single news outlet, every single interview he did, every Instagram live, every whatever he did, it was all about his mustache. I don't mm-hmm. think I'm pretty sure people saw it. I'm pretty sure people know. There's not really a need to push it too much. Maybe just be like, "Hey, nice mustache. Let me ask you something else real quick." Yep. It it just you could tell he even he was like people know about this already. We don't need to really talk about this right now. Like if you wanted to get the other players' opinions, yeah. That's new. We haven't gotten that yet. But when you're yeah. like, mm-hmm. Kike, tell me about your mustache. And he's like, I grew it. <laughs> they're like, why? Yeah. I don't and have Kike anything else to do. <laughs> absolute wrong person to ask that kind of question. No. Because he's, he's going to give you a deadpan answer to watch you flounder. Yeah, because he, he likes it. He likes pe- mm-hmm. watching him squirm. So Yeah, he likes mm-hmm. watching people be suffering and uh, and blocking I'd ask him. him. I'd be like, how does it feel to be married to Mr. Puerto Rico? That's what I would ask. That's I'm pretty sure he's been that's asked that. Seriously. He's like, I got some answers for you. Dating tips. (laughs) Actually, they did. One of the things that kind of sucks is that they're doing um, that. It's a pretty cool series, you know, that Live at the Sunset Strip. Ross is doing a a thing for for the Dodgers Instagram. But they're not really utilizing it right. They're not saving the video afterwards and, like, cutting it up in any particular way. Unless they are. I don't know. I have to ask Eric about it. But, you know, it's a waste of, of really, you know, good, honest conversations. It's the kind of stuff you're talking about, Gary, and we're talking about here. It's like getting players one-on-one, a few in a room just BSing together. It, it's it's a you know, it's to, a more lively conversation than, than the uh, the mediator type. To be fair, I would say that the Dodgers probably have a lot of older fans that, you know, they're the ones that call and say, you know, I didn't like that programming. It was a little too edgy. You guys were a little too like, and, and it's to be fair, like they, they have decades of fans and you know, there's fans that are going to come in and they, they don't want to step on those toes. So, yeah. you know, I, I'm sure we know Sue, we know Eric, we know, mm. you know, the teams over there. Let's they're edgy, they're funny, they're Greg. hilarious, good people, and very creative, you know? Mm. And, you know, I, I used to work at Disney, so I could understand sometimes having to appeal to the older crowd because yeah. they're traditional, you know, and you don't want to piss them off. So a lot of the ideas that you want to come up with that we're capable of doing... We can't because of old politics. So yeah, I mean, I'm just is... being fair. I don't want people thinking that we're just railing on them, saying like they could be better. But like, right. you know, understanding that there is inside politics. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. We, we we definitely appreciate what they're doing during this time. They yeah, by 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 no means <laughs> by no means do they have to do anything like this. I mean, it, it certainly right. wasn't expected when we got when they first threw out the first Zoom party. Me and Clint were both like, "Whoa, that's okay." That could be cool. How like is, if they're doing how it, that's that pretty go? cool. I don't know how it's going to go, but it could be cool. And so what we saw, how many people were on that first call, it was like, whoa, they got a lot of people. Like a lot of not like B-list people. Like they got like really big names out there the first day. So I mean, we're Lon thankful Rosen for it. I is pulling his Rolodex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lon, Lon is, is uh, definitely pushing these people to do things. And maybe that's the guy we got to talk to. I think I was challenged to to make us do a Cody Bellinger interview. So, uh, yeah, maybe we got to find a way to. I'll just ask him all the same generic questions. I'll just probably just get really high and then ask him questions. <laughs> what are you gonna say? Are you gonna say, "Hey, what's your address? Where do you live?" <laughs> hey, uh, Yo. hey, Cody. So, wait, what was the street name? Uh, I like... forgot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh yeah, there's a big <clears throat> truck out front, and I'll probably be out there. <laughs> Classic See. Cody. <laughs> oh, by the way, Roach says I mean, overall, your uh, your your uh, mustache game is a one. That's what's up. Somebody somebody told sauce. somebody told me I look like the white Tapatio man, and uh, I think I'm all right with that. 
Oh, apparently the Doosan Bears are the defending champions. <gasps> what? Man, didn't know that suck. either. Do I'm do just suck. I'm just naturally drawn to winners, you know? That's why you're here. That's why I'm Dodgers a Lakers Nation. fan. That's why I'm a Dodger fan. That's why I'm a... Uh, when Saints tend to lose in big situations. Uh, we Which won't time? talk about that. Which time? The past five years. Let's <laughs> talk about the, the one with Philly. Every of the years. <laughs> Let's talk about the one with Philly. Let's go. Oh, yeah. That's a good one, too. Thank you. All right. So we, we've... we've talked uh, a lot about Kike, talked a lot around Kike, talked more than I would ever want to about a man's facial hair that I don't know and that has blocked me on Twitter. But uh, I'm going to call this uh, a Rivaderci Enrique. So a lot of talk has been made, even here on on our programming, about about Mookie Betts potentially never suiting up in Dodger Blue. Uh, We've also mentioned there are more than just names like Mookie Betts or Mookie and Betts that could be on their way out of L.A. Jock Peterson, for one, uh, which is why he was on the trading block. Pedro Baez is another name that doesn't really get brought up and is more than likely not coming back because of his price tag. Uh, we talked at length about Justin Turner, about whether or not you know L.A. fans would want him uh, back and all that a few weeks ago. I think that was, honestly, that was probably before the shutdown, but we have a video on that on our YouTube channel. Check it out, youtube.com slash TV. Uh, subscribe, thanks. But Thank you. What about our beloved Kike Hernandez? So Dodgers picked this guy up at the end of 2014, traded away D. Gordon in a trade that a lot of people still think hamstrung the team for some reason, even though it we, we still have Kike and Austin Barnes out of that trade. Uh, he's pretty much been a staple for Los Angeles ever since. So it, it's crazy to think about how far this guy has come in six years. And, you know, us three were talking about this earlier today, you know, from the long haired, curly, you know, or the long haired, chunky monkey Kike we knew <laughs> in 2015 and all that kind of stuff, 2014 uh, or 15, 16 to, you know, he became the banana man and then the Madison Bumgarner, just straight killer. And then he was Chase Utley's son. And now there's whatever version of Kike this is. I mean, he's still the same guy in his head, but. Gary, I think you're the one who who said it earlier. It was a full on uh, maturation of of our beloved uh, of our our beloved or lovable Puerto Rican. Belovable. So beloved, it's a it's new good. word just for Enrique and Enrique. Uh, but what does that future hold for Enrique Hernandez here with the Los Angeles Dodgers and uh, Brooke? Yep. You saw that he he chatted a bit about that. I think it was with Vasse, right? Yeah, I mean, he basically all he said was, like, you know, if he's talking about the 2020 po- season possibly being canceled, and he's like, you know, I, that would really suck. Like, for the last time I suited up in a Dodgers uniform, that meant something to actually be the the 2019 NLDS, which obviously was a huge disappointment for the players, for the fans, for the city. Like, we were not supposed to lose that series. We were supposed to dominate that series. Um, and he, he he's on his last year's contract. And, I mean, if you're looking at it, like if you're really looking at it and you're looking at where the dollars are going and what he brings to the team and whether or not he's replaceable as a player, he's probably not a Dodger past this season. I, I, I really have a hard time believing that he's a Dodger past this season. I don't know if you have any different opinions on that. No, it's he's 28. He's been like sort of handed the keys to second base, but, you know, they only paid the rent for a month. Yep. <laughs> 
So he's never really had that that honest opportunity to win and earn and win that and keep that starting uh, job at second base. You know the dude wants to play somewhere. And him playing, you know, getting 140, 160 plate appearances a year in L.A., in the long run, isn't going to make him a lot of money. Dude's 28. No. He's a good talent. He's an elite glove wherever you put him. He's turned himself he's, into an elite glove. He's, and he's, he's also, only making $5.5 million this year. He's also oh. talked about several times that he doesn't want to be called that super utility guy. You can tell he's unhappy not getting the chance to hit against right-handed pitching. He's He wants to go somewhere where he's a starter. And looking at what he brings to a team, the value he brings in playing a bunch of different positions he literally can play anywhere on the field if you put him there mm-hmm. he makes sense on a on a different team he makes sense yeah. on a on a I'm, i don't want to say a lesser team but on a lesser team he he, no, he, he fits he on the be, giants yeah yeah he would be he yeah, would be a starting shortstop second baseman even a center fielder for more than half if not all of the teams besides the dodgers in baseball like the dude yeah. just fits anywhere and a lot of teams would kill to have him well uh, not only that but on if you look at it too he's he's so there's there's different kinds of entertainment in terms of players there's the yasiel puig entertaining type of player and then there's the kike hernandez entertaining type of player the yasiel puig is like play with reckless abandon that type of player very entertaining can be difficult to manage for sure (laughs) then there's the kike hernandez which is like i'm gonna goof around have fun but i'm not gonna hurt anybody in the process it's not gonna slow anything down it's not gonna mess up management it's not gonna mess up my progress i'm not nothing's gonna get my head in terms of coaching issues like there's that that's never gonna be an issue so he's entertaining fans like him he's obviously like a fan favorite with the dodgers Mm -hmm. and he's pretty much been that since day one of him playing here um and so if you look at the value he brings you look at the fact that he can play everywhere the fact that he is a personable player and people like him i mean bring him to a lower market team right now a team that's not necessarily rebuilding but yeah maybe is somewhere awkwardly in between where they don't know whether to rebuild or build and i you know gary you said the giants and i think the giants fit perfectly for him next year mm-hmm. i mean you look at look at the number of guys who are going to be off that team next year it's going to be a really young team for the next couple of years um and that's the direction that they're heading mm-hmm. he makes sense there he's going to make more money there yeah, he'll be their stepdad yeah he's not he's not going to get paid here we have we have way too many guys that we're going to have to pay over the next three to four years like a lot of dudes that we mm-hmm. got to pay over the next three to four years so i this is the last year of kike hernandez in a dodger uniform and i'm thankful i'm thankful for what he's brought he 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 had some huge moments big oh, big yeah. moments in dodger oh, uniform yeah. i mean you, you think about the championship game like that moment will go down in dodgers history forever if you look at that mm-hmm. that's going to be one of those things that you watch on the highlight reel over and over and over again for the next 40 50 years because that was his moment like mm-hmm. he, everybody mm-hmm. has a signature moment in a dodger uniform at some point that was his signature moment he hit three home runs we destroyed the cubs in that last game sent us to the first world series since 1988 you know i i, yeah. I remember feeling so hyped that game <laughs> and so conflicted that it was because of kike i was like this is weird this is foreign to me but i love it i'm all in let's go we're going to the world series like he said it was such an incredible game they made a utility closet for him at wrigley field it was a specific room just for him of course he said it in jest but (laughs) you know there's the realistic side of it of yeah he's most likely not coming back just professionally fiscally it does not make any sense for the kid to come back to la personally I'll pose the question to either of you guys. Do you want him back? Uh, 
let's say he came back on a very similar contract, which is not realistic at all, then yeah, for sure. But if he's a $10 million a year guy, which he very well might be a 10 to $14 million a year guy, then no, nah, I'm okay. I'm, I'm fine so, without that. If there was no money involved, I would love to have him back on the team. Absolutely would love to. But there's money involved. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not your money, so. It's not, but it is. <laughs> I mean, you guys know I've been rooting for him for the last two years. I've been, he's like my breakout player at, at the beginning of each year. I, I always thought he was a fun player. But here's the thing, like, I think a lot of people remember how goofy he was when he first started as a Dodger mm-hmm. and how, what a comedian he was, a good, lighthearted, glue type player for the team Mm -hmm. but if you really look at the last two to three years after the chase utley factor he's chilled out a lot yeah Yeah. he doesn't goof around as much and he's not gonna do that like let's say if we resign him he's not bringing that fun kike anymore this is serious kike now he wants to be a real baseball player and a real like yeah he wants to be taken seriously get paid seriously be given full-time serious play time you know i think we're not getting the old Kike if we re-sign him. Mm-hmm. And that's the stuff that I think a lot of Dodger fans love. He's eye candy for a lot of the ladies, <laughs> you know, you know, and some of the guys. You know, it could just be, you know, For the general that, audience, great. he's eye candy. Yeah, yeah, for the general audience, he's fun, but it's kind of... This is the thing that Dodger fans are going to have to get used to. This is the downside of having a great farm system because Gavin Lux just made him expendable. Yeah. You know? And, and that's why we're going to have to deal with this with Jock and Pedro and a lot of the other players coming up. This is what's going to happen. I, I, I wouldn't re-sign him just because, yeah. No, and we have a not, and not, C, Yeah, yeah. Say, uh, CT3 you, signing that two-year deal, too, also kind of spells more of, hey, this right. is going to be the guy we go to. Because uh, uh, realistically, looking at those two guys, they're the exact same player, just in different bodies. That's, uh, that's mm-hmm. all it really is. Kike Kike's a... Uh, Chris Taylor light, I guess. I don't even know what you would call him, but <laughs> I, I mean, Chris Taylor signing a contract that it is basically a five to seven million dollar deal each year is like, yeah, Kike's gone. That's that, that's his, that's the guy who's they're going with for the rest. Of, if they have all those young guys coming up, all these positions are already filled. It doesn't make sense to overpay for both of those guys. Yeah, you, you pick one, you pay that guy whatever he gets paid. Luckily, Chris Taylor didn't want much or didn't bargain for much, so. We got the better end of that deal, I feel like, because I think yeah. I think Kike is going to get paid more money than that. Well, Dodgers Nation, you guys let us know. Is, does Kike Hernandez uh, see any more time in Dodger Blue beyond this year? Does he end up signing with an NL rival, an NL West rival? What is the worst color he could possibly end up in? You guys let us know in the comments below, and we'll be looking forward to checking those out. Uh, a few of the comments here. John says uh, Mickey Hatcher was the master of goofy Dodgers. Like getting Mickey and Kike in a room together, that would be pretty. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's legendary. Mickey's but... different. Mickey is like he can own the room. Yes, Kike doesn't. Yeah, Kike yeah. Is, I will hundred percent. He's like give you the uh, side humor. He's yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. he's the one who takes know, the like takes humor. jabs at people like off to the side yeah. for sure. Yeah, he's definitely that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Kike is like Mickey me. is hilarious. Yeah. Unless I'm really just feeling it, then I'll go out and just own the room. But for the most part, I'd rather be in the corner just talking crap about three or four people. It's my thing. <laughs> it's, uh, it's my yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I've been to one of your parties. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, <laughs> what, like Domingo Ayala says, man, it's God given. <laughs> uh, Leslie says her Kike has ADD. Uh, you oh. think? <laughs> I I mean I I didn't know he Definitely. actually did have it, but if if he does, yeah, for sure. That's a uh, he that would explain a lot. I mean he's he. 
Gary, you're right. He's definitely undergone a, pro a big change like over the past yeah. two, three years for sure. And I, I'm sure a lot of it is mentorship. He's had guys like Chase Utley and David Freeze over him the past couple of years to kind of rein him in. Um, and that's cool. You know, he talks about that all the yeah. time, how much it's meant to him, how much it's helped him mature in his own personal life, mm -hmm. even aside from baseball. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, Marriage I, can I do, do that to you too. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. I don't, I don't want anybody to take this in the wrong way that we don't want Kike on our team. I, I personally, I would love to see him succeed anywhere he goes. Like I'll always be happy yeah. for him. I'll always be thankful for what he provided for the team. And you know, I, I hope the best for him. And I hope that if this is his last year, that he does get to play a season and he does get to hoist the world series trophy at the end of it. Cause <clears throat> I mean, he's been around for a long time. Like you think about yeah. guys who have been around a long time and er and deserve it. Like obviously Kershaw, Turner, Kenley, those are all guys that you're like, those guys deserve a world series. Mm -hmm. Kike is in that talk. He's been around. He's, he's put in, he's absolutely put in the time. And mm -hmm. I guess I, I technically didn't answer the question that I, I a thousand percent would want him back. And I think there there's definitely a number you can't exceed in bringing back a utility guy. Even so he, he still does play in 130, 140 games a year. He still does get, you know, over 400 at bats in a season or thereabout. So there's value to him and the, the Dodgers wouldn't be in this situation. Obviously he was somebody who was handpicked in a way so was ct3 but also that was a trade of you know with him and Zach Lee. that was a trade of 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 failed high round draft picks let's just see if it's a change of scenery works and we know that it was ct3 <laughs> so there isn't as much of a need for both of them but no way in hell this team would have been you know just won their seventh straight division you know going away without that kind of depth and that's the thing that makes the dodgers um you know, just that much better than every team in the National League when it comes to the regular season, at least, is because they have that depth. They can plug in somebody. When you lose Max Muncy to a, fr uh, a fractured wrist at the end of last season, you're able to put in one or two guys that would be starting for at least half of the other ball clubs, and that's how you win 100 games in a, in a, a regular season because you're going to go through the injuries. So if you have that type of premium talent and not – you know, you think back a few years ago when we had people like Rob Segedin coming up or <laughs> Scott, Van Slyke. That card? <laughs> Scott Van Slyke. You know, I hear he has a nice uh, a nice bat and Roach got it. But, um, wow. you know, those those type uh, of players just aren't the same, you know, calibers as Kike. So 100% I'd, I'd bring the dude back. But, again, there's only so far you can take the money. You can only so far you can take the finances of it. Right. So I'd well said. 8 million a day, eight million a day. <laughs> Anyways, uh, one or two, uh, one or two questions, and then let's go ahead and wrap. Tina does not want him to go to the Giants, and uh, neither do I. Fair enough. Dan says Kike goes to the Strohs. I feel terrible because that's the one thing I keep thinking about is him being like that Marwin Gonzalez replacement for going back to the Astros. He came up with the Astros, but yep. um, yeah, I mean. You know, oh, our girl Sierra's on the stream. She forgot we're on Monday and not on Tuesdays. My bad. We didn't tell you. But we are on Monday. We'll be here every Monday for you guys unless you really hate it. And then we're going to still be here for you on Mondays. Until the next time we are on, though, we appreciate you for hanging out with us. We are Dodgers Nation. You can find us on the Internet at DodgersNation.com. Subscribe to Blue Heaven. We are a podcast. And we are on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Player FM. 
everywhere podcasts can be digested. I'm so proud of you for that one, guys. I'm Brooke Me 3 This guy probably on this side of me is at RealFRG. We're both on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Dodgers Nation on Twitter, at Official Dodgers Nation on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Thank you for your questions and comments, all of your concerns, and all of your humor. We appreciate all of you. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you next uh, Monday. Or before. Whatever. Or before. Bye. Bye. Do son. Do, Do son. son. Do, Do son. son. <laughs> Crushed it. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.